Welcome to the Highlight Her podcast, a space created to highlight incredible women in their journeys through business, motherhood, creativity, and accomplishments. I hope it ignites motivation in you like it does for me. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Hi, T. Hi. We are here today with Tegan Brill. She is the owner and founder of Rent Salon in Salem, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. and she is also my bonus sister, yes. So, which is cool. My stepsister, bonus sister. I like bonus sister better. That is cool. Yeah. So I brought you on here today because you, again, are a badass business owner, Thank newly. You. How long has Rinse been open now? About just under three months. Yeah. And yep. it's been like April 17th. a huge accomplishment for you. Yeah. So one thing that kind of sets you apart that I wanted you on here is you have had this goal in mind for long how long? Time. Since you started hair school or before? Um, yes. It started since before I started it started like before I went to hair school. And mm-hmm. then when I was in hair school, I was like, no way. And then when I was like 23, I was having like a little bit of a midlife crisis. And I was like, I either want to open a salon or I'm going back to school to do something totally different. Mm-hmm. And I went to um, business school and I was like, nah, I'm totally a hairdresser. Yeah. Like, I want to open a salon. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like it's just so amazing that you have had this one goal in mind, mm-hmm. you have stayed on track. You have not veered off track, and here you are, yeah. and you made it happen. Yeah. So talk me through, I mean, I want to get into kind of the story of how it opened and mm-hmm. how you got there, but I think it's really cool that you have had this goal for years and years and years, mm-hmm. and you haven't veered. So mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about, like, how have you had your eye on the prize and, like, really made it happen? Um, I think that the salon industry and the hairdressing industry is it's so competitive mm. and unfortunately it's competitive in a lot of like negative ways yeah and one of my main goals um to opening a salon was wanting to change that and have it be a positive experience mm-hmm. uh, working in a salon because like i said a lot of people i think view competition in a negative way yeah. and that it has to be um so i wanted to change that and yeah. I wanted to create an environment that was like super positive and um, easy to go to work and people are happy to go to work while competing with themselves and more of a healthier competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, working in a bunch of different salons from starting at, I mean, I started in a salon when I was 14 years old Yeah, and I thought it was the coolest environment ever. Yeah. I was like, they get to like wear cool things to work mm-hmm. and they're listening to music and they're chatting and they're laughing yeah. and I love that. Yeah. And so I saw, and that's when I was like, I want to be a hairdresser. Like, this is cool. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, I worked at a couple different salons, many for years and years at a time. And I kind of would take bits and pieces from each salon being like, if I was ever going to run a salon, this is how I would run it. Mm -hmm. And um, like I said earlier, when I decided I was going to open a salon, I was like, this is how I would run it. I made Mm -hmm. a little business school um, plan in school. And I was like, this is exactly how I would run my salon. Yeah. And I think that's so, I just, I love that you said that because I think especially, you know, in the hairdressing industry or different industries, mm-hmm. there's there's enough for everybody. Yes, there's enough there to go around. Yeah, and, you know, I think you're, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of the same, like as an LO, you know, it's similar in that way where your business is your business mm-hmm. and someone else's hairdress, you know, them being a hairdresser, that's their business. Yep. And just because you are doing really well doesn't mean that mm-hmm. someone else can't do really mm-hmm. well. So I think you are so great in the way that you 
succeed and you continue to lift other people up and that's I mean that's why people are drawn to you that's why people want to work at your salon Mm -hmm. and um you're just you're such a girl's girl like in yeah. in the best way you really are I um, love the environment I you think do it's really yeah awesome yeah I I'm think lucky it's to cool work too. with a lot of really great people too yeah and I'm you I mean your clientele some of them like how long have you had that clientele I've had I've had handfuls of people since I literally started doing hair yeah. I have messed people's hair up <laughs> in the beginning yeah and been like Sorry. Yeah. And they're like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I still love you. Still, yeah. yeah. And they're still in my chair. Yeah. And I've got to be a part of like a lot of milestones in their life. And they've been a part of all of my milestones, which is even crazier. Yeah. Because I feel like looking at, um, like me looking at myself, I don't really realize how much time has gone by until like the day that I opened my doors. I was like, wait, what? Like, Mm. this is my salon? Yeah. It's crazy. And a lot of people have been a part of that. Yeah. What did that feel like for you to to go through that process, finally get those keys and be like, wow, I did it? Yeah. Um, Overwhelming. Yeah. Honestly, overwhelming. Mm. Um, It's also a really intimidating feeling, honestly. Yeah. But it's also like the best feeling in the world. Yeah. to kind of realize that you're like, wow, I did this. Yeah. The day that I got the keys, I literally stood at the front of my salon in front of the doors and I just like stared and yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. And then, yeah, it was an incredible feeling. That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I think it's really cool too to say, I mean, talk about like staying on the path. Not only have you been a hairdresser forever and mm-hmm. you've been learning and you're constantly like, in New York and learning Mm -hmm. more and like taking the next step like you do not stay stagnant like Mm -hmm. even before you had your own business you're always learning but I think it's really cool that you went to business school Mm -hmm. and you completed business school Mm -hmm. because I know that there was maybe halfway even maybe even before halfway you were like hell no yeah I hate this I I literally was like I what am I doing why am I doing this yeah and you but you did it and you you kind of you you stuck with it Mm mm-hmm you thought about how am I going to use this to benefit myself mm-hmm. and you continued to learn. Mm-hmm. And that's also something that's really admirable about you is you're learning. You're mm-hmm. always doing something yeah. and you throw yourself into whatever you're doing 110 mm-hmm. percent. Like you're just not somebody who gives 75 percent or 85 no, percent. You, can't, not you don't. Even if you hate it. Yeah, you do it. I know you. I mean, even a funny story. So Tegan also like had a bit where she was like, mm, I'm not really doing anything new. So you did a body competition. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. you're just and you threw yourself into that. Like yeah. you, whatever you're doing, that's new. You're uncomfortable. You're you know, you're with mm-hmm. it. You do it. And it's you a follow lot of, it like, growth. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of I think because deciding what I wanted to do in my, like, very early on in my life, Mm -hmm. I felt like I hit, I mean, it's with anything, right? Like, you hit stagnant points where you're like, oh, this, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Like, there's a long time left of this. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where I started to, like, veer, like, uh, not away, because I never strayed away from doing hair. But I did, um, I even decided I was going to do, um... Like I was one of the, what are those girls that they go to the bars? Oh, promoters. You did that, yes. I I did that for a little while too. Yep. And it was all really cool to be able to do that because I, it was almost like networking. Like looking at, in hindsight now, it was like networking. People are like, oh my God, you're a hairdresser? That's so funny. Like I need a hairdresser. I just moved to the area. You network that way. I met a lot of people doing bodybuilding that way. Mm -hmm. And I got to build a pretty cool clientele 
doing all that. Yeah. So yeah. And I think it's great because all that entire clientele, people have been drawn to you. You know, like people don't look through your book of what you've done to hair right. and then pick their, you know, yeah. the, now I'm going to book an appointment with you. No, yeah. they, I mean, I think now they do with like yeah. you building your Instagram and all that. But originally people were drawn to be your clients because they met you and they yeah. love you and you just let off that energy that is so positive and joyful. And like someone can talk to you for five seconds and they feel like you're their best friend and you remember things about people like when I'm in the salon and uh, you know I'm not in the chair and I'm just noticing you talk to other people and every time I'm in there in the chair there's someone that I don't know and I've never seen before but you know about their family mm -hmm. and what they do for work and like you get to know people yeah. and you are actually genuinely invested in their family and their story and I think that to be actual, actually like genuine in that, that's not something that happens often. And yeah. that's, you know, why you are where you are today, I think. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, also, it's kind of like humbling for me mm. when somebody sits in my chair and I'm like, they're trusting me to do their hair. Yeah. Like these really important women and men who are either they're on TV or they have these really important like corporate jobs and mm. they're, they trust me to like make them look and feel really good about themselves that's huge yeah and it's really cool yeah I'm lucky for that you are yeah mm -hmm. so I know that you have faced a lot of challenges to get where you are today mm -hmm. some of them um, have just been internal some of them have been external mm -hmm. um, I think you've had to face like a lot of backlash and negativity that always mm -hmm. comes with you know when you are growing yeah. and expanding mm -hmm. what has that been like for you and what do you think your biggest challenge has been um one of the biggest challenges of being a hairdresser is people view it negatively. Mm. There's a lot of um, people who view hairdressing as like the easy way out. Mm. They love to call it that. Yeah. Or that, you know, we are just standing in a salon all day long getting our hair done and doing each other's hair and that we're just like laughing all day long. And hairdressers are really hard workers. Yeah. Some of the hardest workers I know are hairdressers. Yeah. We work long days. Um, a lot of like long hours at a time without eating or and we're back to back all the time and a lot of people don't really see uh, what that's like mm -hmm. um, so some of the negative feedback you get are clients who are frustrated with you if you're running 10-15 minutes behind which happens yeah. all the time um, people who see that maybe you're buying a house or you're going on a beautiful vacation and they're like you're you're doing that wow oh well and they they'll make comments like um, well, that's that's why you charge so much money, or that's oh, how you that's why you're selling all these things to me because you just want to go on your vacation and you're like, well, not really. I'm doing my job. Yeah. I'm helping you. Um, I'm doing this for my heart, mm -hmm. and I'm making a living. Yeah, like hairdressing, you're making a living. Yeah. So I think trying to change the negative outlook people have on being just a hairdresser. Yeah. Um, is a challenge in itself because mm -hmm. I you have to remain like very um, focused on the fact that you are proud to be a hairdresser mm -hmm. and you know you work hard mm -hmm. and you've gone to school and you take your classes and you go you are constantly learning and evolving whether you're laying on your couch at 9 30 p.m scrolling on Instagram watching hair videos yeah. or you're waking up at 6 a.m. to drive to Boston to make it for an 8 a.m. class mm -hmm. to sit in that class for nine hours for the day with mm -hmm. other hairdressers and take another class in further education. Mm -hmm. You have to know that so when people are 
being negative towards you or making those negative comments, you have to be like, no, I know that I like am a hard worker and I don't really have to prove that to you, but mm-hmm. I know that internally. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's so great. I think it's it's really admirable that you're trying to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. You're you're recognizing, you know, the negativity that's put on it. You have recognized the negativity that could just float in a salon mm-hmm. and you're doing everything you can to change that mm-hmm. and kind of pull your place of work and your you know the people who mm-hmm. work for not for you but in your salon you are trying to change that which yeah. I think is so awesome it's I think that important. your clients are going to realize that yeah. you know people like coming in people it's yeah I'm so lucky yeah. like I feel like people genuinely like um People are always saying at Rinse, they're like, the vibes in here are just so like chill and calm and happy. And I'm like, that is what I wanted. Yeah. And when there is negativity in the air, even if you're not hearing anything, Mm -hmm. you can feel it. Like always it is. And same thing with like when people are happy and Mm -hmm. joyful and there's positivity in the air, Mm -hmm. people can feel that too. Yeah. So especially if someone's coming in, they're taking an hour, half hour, 45 minutes out of their day. Mm -hmm. I want to sit there and feel the positive yes. vibes around. So I want important. to sit there, have a glass of wine and chill. Yeah. And yes. It's so important. Yeah. And talk. You know, I have a lot of, I have relationships with these people. Like yeah. I, it's more than just like me doing their hair mm-hmm. and me being like, how's your dog? How's your, you know, job? It's like, I know a lot about these people. Yeah. So a lot of people do come in and they just need a break. Sometimes they don't want to talk or sometimes yeah. they do want to talk about what they're going through in their life. Like, I'm lucky that I'm the one that I'm like, they trust me with this. Yeah. And I always want it to be like a positive environment where people, if you are in a great mood or not, Mm -hmm. and you're still comfortable there. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I think like another question of maybe you have thought about this, maybe you haven't, you have kind of hit the goal that Mm -hmm. you have set for yourself and stay, you've worked your ass off Mm -hmm. you've got to where you wanted to come what do you think your next goal is like you're always hitting something you're always coming up with something to do next like what do you think it is next for you um I think I don't have any plans to ever open like a second location or anything like that Mm -hmm. um I like like I named it rinse hair studio because I think studio is a it's, it reminds me of like, not small, but like concentrated mm-hmm. or focused on hair. Um, I never really had the desire to open a salon which covers like aesthetics and um, tanning and makeup and like all those other wonderful things. Yeah. So to open something bigger, maybe one, maybe one day. Yeah. But to have another location, I don't really know that I'm going to go for that. Yeah. Um, Personally, I'd love to get involved in maybe like I even toyed around with the idea of having my own hair extension line. Wow. Or maybe making a hair product line, like something that there's a lot of phenomenal product lines that come from New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, I feel like I never really thought of that until now I have a salon. Now I'm, I question that. What is next? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there is absolutely no doubt in my mind, whatever you set, you're you're going to reach it. I mean, I think like your dad's probably going to listen to this and cry. <laughs> <laughs> he is Definitely. 100% going to cry. Definitely. Um, and if he was here, like he, I mean, all, he, he talks so highly of you. And I mean, and so do we, but you seriously are one of the hardest working people that I know. Thank you yeah. set a goal, you make it happen. Like nothing thrown in your way throws you off. 
if it does yeah. I mean we're all human like sometimes but yeah. you make it happen and that's just so awesome so you. whatever you do next I know you're going to succeed I love to watch what you've done and watch you keep going and I'm just really proud of you thank you you're thank welcome you so much. yeah thank you. you are so welcome so where can everyone hear about rinse see you know stuff that goes on at rinse or contact you we are on Instagram we're on Facebook email uh, Google, really anywhere, any social media platform we're on. Is it, what's it on? So Instagram is at Rinse Hair Studio. Okay. Email um, and Google is Rinse Hair Studio 221 at gmail.com. Okay, good. And I'll put uh, Tegan's contact information in the show notes as yes. well. Thanks for coming on today. Thank Tegan. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Good.